Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco, and these are the state headlines we're following. The Biden administration has awarded California $88 million to buy electric school buses across the state. The money will go to school districts and private companies for buses and charging infrastructure, and it'll reach around a dozen school districts, which translates to around 260 buses. Angie Baldaras is with the advocacy group People's Collective for Environmental Justice in the Inland Empire. I just hope that it gets to communities who are firsthand impacted and boxed in by polluters. And Governor Newsom has officially ordered a special election on March 19th to fill the seat vacated by former Congressman Kevin McCarthy. The district will see up to four different ballots to determine who will serve the remainder of McCarthy's term and who will succeed him in Congress. So far, some 10 candidates are competing to replace McCarthy for the term that begins in January 2025. California lawmakers, meantime, want to clean up state elections law after a judge ruled that a Republican candidate can run for both Congress and the Assembly this year. CAP Radio's Nicole Nixon has more. GOP Assemblymember Vince Fong decided at the last minute to run for former Speaker Kevin McCarthy's Central Valley House seat instead of running for re-election to the state legislature. The Secretary of State initially blocked Fong from the congressional ballot because it was too late to withdraw his Assembly candidacy. She argued state law prohibits a candidate from running in multiple races, but a judge ruled in late December that Fong can run for both. Now Democrats want to make sure that doesn't happen again. One bill seeks to clarify the law. Another would make it so if a candidate files for a second office like Fong did, their first candidate paperwork would be automatically withdrawn. For the California Report, I'm Nicole Nixon in Sacramento. Fong also plans to compete in the special election to finish out the rest of McCarthy's term. Other Republicans vying for that seat include Tulare County Sheriff Mike Boudreau and former congressional candidate David Giglio. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. 
Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. A suit of options to allow psychedelic use in California could soon be on the table, including regulated therapies. As officials wrestle with what comes next, the state recently cleared advocates to collect signatures for a statewide decriminalization vote as a ballot measure in November. KQED's Anna Marie Yanni reports. Michael Young is a U.S. Army veteran. He served for 10 years in places like Afghanistan and Pakistan, Afterwards, he struggled with depression and other issues. Anxiety that would keep me up at night, hypersensitivity to the things that were going around me, and I knew something was off. He read about veterans with similar experiences and was curious if psychedelics would help. He met with a licensed therapist who helped him integrate his experience before and after a psilocybin session. During the session, Young recalls spiritually dropping his trauma. And it wasn't just the military PTSD, it was just everything all at once. And it was like having three years of therapy crammed into 30 minutes. Young, now living in San Francisco, says veterans need access to psychedelic medicine and statewide decriminalization could give them access. We've served loyally, we volunteered for this, and we did what we were told. Uh, Now we are asking for help. State Senator Scott Weiner tried to decriminalize psychedelics. Governor Gavin Newsom vetoed the legislation in October. Now, Weiner is drafting a new bill that would allow Californians to use psychedelics in regulated therapeutic settings. But he hasn't given up on decriminalizing the drugs outright. I hope that one day we'll be able to broadly decriminalize possession and use um, of mushrooms and other psychedelics because they help a lot of people. Advocates hope to collect enough signatures to bring a decriminalization plan to California voters. It would allow adults to use psychedelics and businesses to sell them medically. Healthcare lawyer Beth Parker has helped lead the opposition to decriminalization in California. I think the idea of uh, let's just decriminalize it, it would send the message that these are safe and effective. It normalizes their use and they're really serious substances. Psychiatric nurse practitioner Andrew Penn works on psilocybin trials at UCSF. He's seen the drug help people with depression, but he surveyed recreational psychedelic users. About one in eight experience negative outcomes, including aggression and suicidal ideation. There's been this sort of overwhelming positivity around psychedelics for the last decade or so. That seems to lead people who are psychedelic enthusiasts to discount potential risks. A critique of California's path to legalized weed is that it allowed high-potency strains that can trigger psychosis. Penn says when it comes to psychedelics, the state should have dosing regulations and clear safety programs. In 2020, Oregon passed a measure that allows psilocybin use with licensed facilitators, meant as a safeguard for people during their trip. Lawyer Mason Marks helped create the program, but acknowledges it doesn't screen for all pre-existing conditions or require integration therapy. There are very few conditions that would either completely exclude someone 
uh, from the program or require them to get kind of an elevated level of care. Back in San Francisco, Young says integration therapy was key to his healing. Psychedelics opens the door for your improvement, but you still have to walk through the door. He hopes state lawmakers will move to make psychedelic treatment more accessible for veterans. For The California Report, I'm Anna Marie Yanni. And that's The California Report for Tuesday, January 9th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all on the web at theschmidt.org. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.